All right, all right. My name is Kinod, and um, today we have professionals from the CSEAN joining us today um, from the Cybersecurity Experts Association of Nigeria. Welcome. We have um, in, in the studio with us this evening, we have Sadiq Nasir. He's a doctoral, doctoral researcher in information systems. And um, we also have John Odumesi. Did I get it right, sir? Yeah, John Odumesi. He's a doctoral researcher in information security. We have doctors in the house. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> Not yet. In okay. the you, doctors in the making. Yes. No, no, no. Once, once you started, you're a doctor already. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Welcome to Techno, Tech Talk with Keynote. Thank you, Keynote. All right. Um, John? Are you good, sir? Yes, sir. <laughs> All right, that's fine. Okay, that's fine. Um, we'll be talking about um, cybersecurity in in this week's episode, and um, I'm very aware that this month is the cybersecurity awareness month. Um, uh, how what does cybersecurity awareness? How do how did this start in Nigeria? How did this start? Um, good evening, everyone. Good evening. Um, um, the cybersecurity awareness was um, um, started with um, the government um, pioneering the awareness, and um, um, we, on our own part, the professional bodies, the civil society, see that um, it must come, it must be a partnership across all levels, mm-hmm. across all stakeholders, because um, leaving it alone with the government cannot get down to the common man um, who constitute part of the most, um, who constitute part of. Um, 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 this informal sector mm-hmm. of the economy as a whole. So, um, if we're talking about cybersecurity awareness, we are, we are talking about moving away from the formal educational uh, spectrum of it to the informal. Hold on, John. But, but what is even cybersecurity in the first place? Yes. Um, so that um, for those who, like I said, it's technology you can understand. Yeah. So, some people, cybersecurity is jargon to them. So, break down cybersecurity in three sentences. Um, basically, cybersecurity um, is um, ensuring uh, the protection of information, networks, connected systems, um, um, away from um, uh, which aimed at uh, um, exploitation, basically. Mm-hmm. Which aims at exploitation? Yes. Okay, you said it's the protection, protection of information, of information whatever kind of information, system, yes. or personal information, yes. or organizational information, yes, yes. protection of this information from, um, who are we protecting this information from? from, from online criminals. From cyber online criminals. cyber criminals. Yes. That is the who, people whose who... Whose aim is mm-hmm, towards exploitation. Towards exploitation. What yes. kind of exploitation are you talking about here? Blackmail, for blackmail. Example, mm-hmm. Someone can just like recently we had the ransomware, where people mm-hmm. um, send out uh, software codes that take over your computer and demand payment before you can gain access to your computer. Mm-hmm. Ransomware. So, yes, mm-hmm. ransomware. Yeah, it's quite. It was quite big up like two two years ago. Two years ago, yeah, I heard about it. Yes, yes, Wanna yes. cry? That was the name yes, of the yes, uh, yes, yes, yes. The virus. The virus. Yeah. Yes. We have, we have similar incidences too in Nigeria during the last um, electionary process in 2015 mm-hmm. where uh, some states, um, the government uh, parastatus websites were, were taking over for one reason or the other. So necessarily, so the, so necessarily, not necessarily that ransomware must go with financial gain. gain it mm-hmm. could be for a clamor for, for self-centered reason 
depending on the uh, interests of the cyber criminal. Of the cyber criminal at that time. Yes. Okay. Um, okay, that's fine. Um, we, we we just want to take the conversation to another level. Now, seeing that there's usually provision for physical security in um, our national budget. Yes. And um, and with little or no provision at all for <laughs> cyber security <laughs> or digital security. Now, is it okay to say that digital and physical security? are separate entities no, when when you say cyber security you're mm -hmm. referring to both the physical security mm -hmm. the human aspect and then the software aspect as well mm -hmm. because in some organizations you they invest so much on these tools having the latest technology having the latest antivirus software to protect them but the problem is if you don't take care of the most important link which is a human link mm -hmm. you, it's like you're building castles. So, on so are you trying to say that antivirus is not even enough? It's not enough. It's not, it's not, it's not, not adequate. Enough. That, How? That the, 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 the bottom line is that there's no perfect security. We must get that correctly first. Mm -hmm. the, the most dangerous aspect of security is the insider. If I am not satisfied for one reason or the other, I can compromise the confidentiality or integrity or the availability of the information available to that organization. Mm -hmm. so, so the insider threat is always um, an aspect that most people usually leave out in building their um, um, cyber security capabilities. And um, the insider threats. Insider threats. What do you mean like, by insider uh, threats? An employee mm -hmm. whose welfare, who feels his welfare is not adequately mm -hmm. um, um, taken care of, and then I have access to maybe the IP servers, um, vital information, um, uh, secret information, and then I decide to to trade it out for anything or put it in the in the open, in the open. source like wikileaks wikileaks, WikiLeaks. Uh, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> edward snowden edward, yes. he was mm -hmm. a contractor for yeah. the u.s government mm -hmm. and then at some point he felt okay that's it he took all the information and left and then he's now dishing out dishing out in bits and pieces <laughs> and everybody is yeah. enjoying that <laughs> meal for some reason for so some. these are some of the issues that exist I, everywhere I, I, I also not want us to move away from the question you actually raised mm -hmm. yes um, um i i I don't really know if you actually go through the budget as you said that it's like the government don't budget. Yeah, we are, we are, yeah, we're going somewhere. Oh, okay, we're, okay, we're, okay. Yeah. Now, I, I, like I said, we are not privy to the budget for cybersecurity because the truth is not all over in the media. Nobody talks about it. What we know about is the physical security. Yeah. Physical security. So now the, my question exactly was, is physical security and digital or cyber security are these separate entities are they one and the same are these separate entities it's, it's, it has to work together mm -hmm. like i said there is the physical security you can put a security guard to protect your computers and everything but mm -hmm. what about the human aspect have you trained your staff in every organization are they trained can they man this equipment adequately then the softwares are they, are they up to date? Yes. So it's, it's an ecosystem, if you like. There's, they're all interdependent. So you have to put everything in place the physical security and the uh, computer. Okay, talking about cyber criminals. Yes. Yeah. Um, it sounds like something really, really heavy. I would see as a cyber criminal, like <coughs> double C. Yes. So if. Uh, how 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 do they gather information? How do they get access to information? How do they. How do they um, how, how will I put it now? Yeah, how do they gather information? How do they 
fish out information basically um, that no. that this information become a threat to um yeah, now, now, now we must understand something. <clears throat> cyber security, uh, cyber criminals, mm-hmm. or, or to um, to come to our own society. Most our uh, cyber criminals here are more of um, um, non-techie people. They are not technically sound. They just make use of the um, the vulnerability, the human vulnerabilities in the society. For instance, um, um, let me come to the conventional crime first before I go back there. The um, the kidnapper, the popular kidnapper that was arrested in Lagos, he said all his victims, he got all his victims' details from Facebook. Hmm. So, so those are the those are the issues that um, usually we need to first of all address. Most of our cyber criminals or Nigerian cyber criminals, if we were to label them in that form, um, gather their information from social media, from our own vulnerabilities, from the fact that we share our information indiscriminately. We don't follow the standard, um, you download every freebies available that is online, you want to play every game, and then the, the, most, most applications that come will always tell you that I want to access some certain resources in your phone. But because some of us are gullible, and then we don't we don't read the terms and conditions. We just we click follow, yes, we just yes, click okay, yes, okay, yes, okay, yes. Okay. Then at that point, you have consented to the fact that you I want to share my information, not to that person alone, or not to the a company that owns the apps, but to the, to the world in general. I'd like to add a few words here. Um, okay. When it comes to like social computing, that's the social media, mm-hmm. a lot of people make it a point to upload every single activity yes. of their yes. life. Yes. Okay, you, had, uh, you have traveled to your hometown, then you now upload the picture. <laughs> now in my village. Now in my exactly. village. <laughs> and then the person that wants to enter your house has the information at the fingertips that you are not at home. That means Ooh. he can just go there. Okay, that's where um, cyber security intersects with physical security. Exactly, uh, exactly. exactly. So the idea is, before you post any picture, any mm-hmm. make any upload, think about it. Think about the consequence. Mm-hmm. It's not every single details, like the younger, our younger ones, oh, yes, they put everything, everything on from the food they ate to everything. But you have to be, because like, like on social media, there's some people you can actually plot their entire family tree. You don't even know them, but because of they put everything mm-hmm. on the social media. Social media. Brother, sister, mm-hmm. uncle, and then, and then they are all connected together. And they're all connected together. And then, so connected so together. And then you can fish. Permit me to come in here, right? Yes, mm-hmm. um, um, Talking about this issue, I, I got, uh, we're loving listening. Yes. But uh, is, isn't there a way to draw a connection, a balance, where you can share these things? I mean, for the love of me, um, these apps or these sites such as uh, Facebook, Instagram, mm-hmm. that's what they're meant for, for yes. social purposes, for you to socialize people, uh-huh. right? Yes. So is there no way we can a balance can be drawn whereby you are still yourself, you are still sharing your information, whichever way you want. Perhaps someone is, a brother is getting married in the village, all right? And everybody is going there to rejoice the brother in the village. So, I mean, you just it's just natural to post, to snap, yeah. and then post... It's- so is there a way to draw a balance between yeah, there, there being social ways. and still being security conscious? There are several ways. For example, on Facebook, on my personal Facebook, if I don't know you, I don't add you. It's that simple. Mm. Then mm-hmm. I created another one in, on Instagram that oh, this one is for everybody. So you can see that everything I post here is for my friends to see. The people that you so the idea that you is, trust. Yeah, the idea is if you want to have a, an open social media account for everybody, be more careful on what you post. Mm. But if it's a smaller circle, your friends, then maybe you can be a bit free because you know everybody on that 
So these are some, there's no right or wrong way there, and there are several techniques, not just one. But I'm just giving you an example of one. John, would you like to add yes, something? Yes, yes, yes. Also, you also need to define <clears throat> what exactly you intend to achieve. Yes. I totally agree with your position. It says that if I am selling, um, I'm a businessman, and I need to sell my product, that means I need to reach out to everybody. Mm-hmm. It's even from, I need my whole life need to be reached out to everybody. I don't know if you understand mm-hmm. the difference mm-hmm. now. So now, I, I, I see a lot of people, they belong to all social networks. Mm-hmm. Doing what? How do you manage all of that? Do, do you, I don't know if you get what I'm saying, mm-hmm. but you need to streamline what, who are my targeted audience? Who are those I want around my circle? And then you describe, determine, oh, okay, I want to be on Facebook because, oh, okay, my family, my friends, I want to connect with old friends, mm-hmm. and then when you, I don't know you within my network, why should I add you? If you are not a friend to Sodik that can confirm from Sodik that, Sodik, do you know Spectre? Can you confirm his identity? Is uh, all right, all right, all right. Thank, thank, thank you very much, um, uh, John. Then also, um, I what you, what you were saying just reminded me of um, the last Facebook hack, which was about 50 million. 50 million um, yeah. But recently, um, Facebook came out to say that um, just about roughly 29 million people um, were affected yes. um, with the hack. So it, the numbers are reducing. Now, something that really shocked me about that is that they said more people, more people who were affected with the hack on the on the Facebook hack were those who use their Facebook um, accounts to connect to third-party accounts. So, um, is it advisable? What do you think? Uh, Is it advisable to connect your Facebook to third-party accounts? For example, I want to log into Spotify. I know it's easy. I don't need to put in my email and um, um, and, uh, password. They just say logging with Facebook. I want to co- connect other, uh, maybe for example, Instagram or other um, third-party apps. They just say logging with Facebook and I'm logged in. So what, what, what do you have to say if to you, that? If you are to go by the, the, the advice that mm-hmm. um, usually comes from um, the professional angle that each of your social network accounts should have unique password. As such, it is not advisable from that angle to link up um, your multiple accounts together. But if you have to look out for the ease of use, at the ease of use, the same within the information sphere, then you can decide to take the risk. <laughs> but then the best advisable from the technical point of view is that you should maintain different passwords for different social network accounts. All right. means your third mm-hmm. party should be have so, a separate login. Separate login. Separate login. So, separate so you advise that all accounts, all networks, or all logins should have separate yes. usernames yes. and um, passwords. Yes. Okay, um, I, uh, if I remember very well, um, this year's cybersecurity awareness is um, highlighting four themes. Yes. Yeah, the first is make your home a haven for yes. online safety, personal online security, and that's what we're discussing now. Yes. Um, millions of rewarding jobs, education, Millions of rewarding jobs, educating for a career in cybersecurity. Yes. Um, it's everyone's job to ensure online safety at work. And the fourth is safeguarding the nation's critical infrastructure. Now, I, I don't want to go to number four because that sounds really, really interesting. I think we can save that for, we can save that for the next, uh, the next episode. Yeah, but, but one more thing. Yeah, okay. From a professional angle, from a doctorate angle, doctors that you guys are. <laughs> Tell us three tips to staying safe online. Give us, okay, uh, I know there are a million of them, a million of them, but the three ones that are like the bedrock. Yeah, um, okay, okay. he'll give it to because he's bigger than me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's right. All right. Uh, most important thing is 
for every device, there's a software update every now and then. So it's important to update your device, your laptop. Whenever there's a new update, ensure that you update it. Okay, um, before we go to um, um, number two, yes. let's... Um, yes, we'll have to take a short break, mm -hmm. commercial break. So just stick around. Uh, the show is Tech Talk with... Uh, Keynote talking about technology, you staying safe, cybersecurity, or take a short break, maybe a song, and I'll be back with uh, more information for you. The main man, Keynote, is yeah. right here in the studio. Uh, for you, if you want to be a part of the conversation, uh, the studio just got a little busier. The more the merrier, actually. <laughs> oh, yeah. right? So it just got a little uh, busier and merrier, actually. So, Keynote. Yeah. All right. We're good. Yeah. All right. Um, we Before we went um, on break, we were talking about three tips uh, to stay safe, safe. And online. And I give the first one, <laughs> which is updates. And he gave Sadiq. Yes. Give the first one and remind us of the first one again. Well, what I said was, um, whenever you, you, the first most important thing is you need to update your device. Mm -hmm. As this refers to your phones, your iPads, your laptops, even if it's a office, an office laptop, you need to ensure that it's kind of updating as it's required because sometimes the update button might be off, but you need to ensure that it's on so they get the latest set of codes that are coming from the manufacturer. What are these codes? Security updates? Yes, security updates, patch updates, updates uh, mm -hmm. fixes for errors, bugs, and known bugs and whatnot. So, yeah, it's important. Okay, that's, that's perfect. So, yes. can we have the... Yes. Um, from the um, big one. <laughs> <laughs> um, we almost understand that um, cybersecurity is a moving target. So, as such, um, to stay safe online, two aspects of it I'm going to mention is that one... You must, um, for financial activities, for online financial activities, we must ensure that we, before we go on any site, we must ensure that the site is um, HTTPS enabled. That is a uh, hypertext transfer um, um, protocol secured. So that um, you are sure that... Uh, all but when a site is, how do, how do we know a site is HTTPS enabled? Once you launch the site, you will see it from the first angle, it will be HTTPS. That is on, on the, the address bar. On the address bar, yes, mm -hmm. exactly, at, at the, the top, top of it. So, so you are sure that your information from your end to the manufacturer or the other person is encrypted. It's not, on, it's not in plain text. So um, you are sure that you are secured at that level. I don't know if you get okay, what I'm saying. Okay, so, okay. especially when you are carrying out financial activities online, you are making payment with your ATM cards and all of that. Does that, that transfer? Does, does, does that HTTPS also affect our apps on phones? We, we have our banking apps. Yes. So, how do we confirm that? Um, yes. Now, most of yes, the you, 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 what you need to ensure is that the app you are downloading you must be from the authorized website. You want to make use of XYZ Bank app mm -hmm. on your phone, you make sure you download it from the XYZ Bank website, um, which is HTTPS enabled. So, so with that, for you example, are guaranteed. I want to download um, from Keynotes, I use Keynotes Bank, yes. and I want to download Keynotes, um, the Keynotes Bank app. app. Of course, I will go to Google Play, yeah, 
So, but Google, most, mm-hmm. most, most, most sites will, before referring you to the Google Play, mm-hmm. uh, you should go to the site. They should be the one to refer you to the Google Play. Not, okay. Don't use any other third party sites that mm-hmm. it is not HTTPS enabled. Enabled. Yes. Oh, great. Okay, the third thing. Yes. Yeah. Now, the third one is that um, um, we should get wise with phishing, smishing, and phishing. Now, what is a uh, Fishing. Fishing is has to do with the mail attachment, the links where that is like like I'm trying to come down to our own environment. Now this fishing is it the fish in the water? <laughs> so let's 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 P-H-I-S-H-I-N-G. Okay. This has to do with email attachments, making use of email to get information. Most of the four one nine letters we see online um are called phishing emails, basically. All of this comes down under the what we call social engineering. Mm-hmm. Now, that is for phishing. Phishing is related with the email. Now, smishing is related with the SMS. When you get the SMS, someone is telling you that there's a job interview, come for this, or bring 20,000 there so that you collect the application. That or, your, like or your ATM has been or, blocked. Or ATM has been blocked. The regular ones, the BVM, the regular mm-hmm. ones. And then then um, the last one is vision, which is a voice note where someone calls you. Vision. Vision. Okay, we have B-I- phishing, yes. then smishing. Yes. Phishing is the email, the, the ones email, that come to yes. emails. The smishing then is the SMS. Smishing is the SMS. Yes. Then we have have, um, vision. vision that is voice notes voice, voice mm-hmm. no no just voice uh, calls basically voice calls yes mm-hmm. um could be um basically via phone someone is calling you that um um i will just transfer i mistakenly transfer the regular the one mm-hmm. that is common mm-hmm. I, reg- I mistakenly transfer an sms to you i wanted to transfer to my sister or one of my dad <laughs> can you please transfer all of that and all of that and then they start their own um social engineering activities from there back and forth so we have um the first the first tip as you said was update your device, update your device. then second ensure that ensure you visit sites that, that, that are https enabled yes. then third you are get wise with fishing fishing, fishing, fishing and smishing yeah. wow gabriel specter Yes. Have you heard of that before? Wait, I, I even have a question. How do you understand? So, that is saying uh, Canadian visa lottery. Yes, all, all, all those all those ones now that are the latest one. Which, how do you identify if it's fake or true? Now, now. It's, 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 it's simple. You get a visa, if it, uh, something about the visa. You go to that country and look at their official website. Websites. It's From simple. Google. That's simple. That, just Google it. That's okay, you want to go to XYZ country, just go to Google and search. Then you'll see, see it's the, the link, www.whatevercountry.com, and you, you follow the details. But don't go but, through... But some, some agencies, some companies are the service agencies. They facilitate you know, travel visas. They help... Uh, process them. Uh, yes. So, are you if it's not the country's um, website? Website of- for you for someone to be telling that you can get Canadian uh, free entry visa. That is not the way you have to get it. Yes. You go to the Canadian uh, um, embassy, embassy website. If they have agents, they should mm-hmm. tell you who are the, who the, who the official agents. Even, oh. even on the Canadian um, website, oh, that is the CCIC, I can't yeah. remember now. I think that's what it's called, the website. There's at, uh, they have all the lists so of the approved agents. agents. So, so, so anybody well, you're dealing with... There. Outside of that, 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 that kind of social engineering they are doing is called digital stenography. What they are digital doing, stenography. stenography. <laughs> <laughs> it's called digital oh, stenography. That right. is embedding malware into all those links to siphon information from your phone. All right. Also joining us in the studio is uh, Mr. Chimeze Chuta. Did I get it right, sir? Correct. Mr. Chimeze Chuta is um, a blockchain specialist, a blockchain revolutionary. <laughs> and um, uh, today we also he's also going to be telling us the intersection or the connection between um, blockchain and um, 
cyber security, how we can harness the, um, the use of blockchain to, um, to stay safe online. I think, yeah, to stay safe online. So, um, uh, Mr. Chimese, w- w- what is even blockchain in the first place? When I think of blockchain, I think of a molding block industry <laughs> and one big chain <laughs> tied, up on tied around it. <laughs> yes, um, the blockchain actually has to do with um, the concept of um, approving transactions and adding them in Blocks, blocks. You can just think about blocks like maybe Excel sheets, where you are adding data, on and probably you are the data is expected to um, fill up a column or an entire page. Then when that page is filled up, you move to the next column and is connected to the previous column. So why it's called blockchain is that each piece of data is collected, um, confirmed trans- transactions mm-hmm. are connected together, and another block is open when that block is filled up. So it's usually a chain of several blocks of transactions confirmations that are linked to each other. So you cannot alter any Mm. data in the previous block Block. and have a consensus in the next block. So because of the, the algorithm that is usually displayed in that process, it's very difficult for anybody to successfully hack into a blockchain um, type of database. Well, so it's a type about, of database. Talking about successfully hacking into it, but I'm aware that blockchain is open source. Yes. Now, does it being open source, doesn't it mean that it is porous with my uh, my my concept of um, open source? Um, open okay, source okay. there are different kinds of blockchains. Mm-hmm. There are... Um, blockchains that are open source and there are some that are not open source. Mm-hmm. So you have private chains, then you have open chains, public chains. Okay. Now when something is open sourced or open, it means that you have developers mm-hmm. who have access to the source code and they're able to detect malicious codes that may be resident or improve on whatever someone else had done previously. Typically, any software that is open source is usually stronger and better than closed software but because you're de- dealing with a larger community of but contributors. But with the developers, if the devel- developer has a malicious intent, yeah. is he able to to alter? Um, yes, another do- yeah. developer reading the code will be able to discover somewhere lines that the, the clarity of the intent are not very obvious. So it's very easy to detect that. But it has to do with someone who understands the code. Of course, if you are not a programmer, you can actually contribute to open source projects. Mm. So typically, it's for people who are programmers, who are knowledgeable enough to read codes and understand them and be able to identify what each block of code is doing in a particular program. So they can improve it. They can customize it for their own personal use. But before you can do all that, you must really know it enough to be able to do that. Okay, great. I, I'm, I'm aware that um, banks are the or financial institutions are the um, major users or realize beneficiaries of that te- blockchain technology. Yeah, but, um, most most times financial institutions use it. But I'm also aware that there are other um, channels to which the blockchain um, technology can can be used, can be applied. So apart from financial technology or being used as as a technology in financial institutions, which other area can um, the blockchain technology be applied or be used? 
Okay, um, it's not specific to finance anyway, mm -hmm. but in any environment or any field of in endeavor where there is need for record keeping, there's need for transparency, there's need for added security, blockchain is useful. So in its application, you can have it applied in things like maybe identity management, mm -hmm. where you need to think about security, you need to think about transparency and ownership of data. You can look at things like land registry, for instance. Mm. Okay, you can apply blockchain in documenting Even in land registry. Yes, of yeah. course, you can apply the. Mm -hmm. You can apply blockchain in things like maybe certificate um, verification. For instance, if you go to school now and your school wants to issue you an authentic certificate, they can actually do that using digital um, encryptions. Okay, and it becomes signed. And maybe when you want to transfer it to another person, you don't have to become paper or physical stuff. All you have to do is to present your private keys, and it can be verified on a blockchain, and everybody will be happy because they will know that it is only that private key that can decrypt that content. And those keys can't be altered. It cannot be altered because they are usually um, is what you call private um, key pair um, encryption technology. So you must get the private key and merge it with the public key to be able to decipher that information. It's a very high level military grade kind of security that is being applied. Talking about military um, um, grade kind of, I just I, I heard that um, the uh, Nigerian military has launched Nigerian Army. Uh, the Nigerian Army, yeah, yeah, precisely has launched an app. And uh, Yes, they launched an app on the 14th of October. No, that? no, 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 Cyber Command. Cyber Command, yes. It, it, yes. It, no, 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 no. It's an, yeah. mm -hmm. okay. it's a, it's an yes, app, yes. an Android app. I, I have the app on my phone. So I, I, I actually downloaded the app because I was curious, curious. to know okay. what um, the app was, what the app is about. But I just realized it's just to report... Um, it's just to report what's the word now. If you see any cyber incidences, any cyber incidences okay. or eyewitness, thank you. Anything that you see any officer doing that is wrong, uh, you report. Now, mm. my my challenge with this app is is that it's, they say it's anonymous, but if I'm reporting, I'm putting my name, I'm putting my phone number, I'm putting my details, and your IP address. Of course, they also have my IP address <laughs> <laughs> and all of that. So, how anonymous is it? How viable is that? Um, is that um, technology as it were? I will. I would have loved if, if you had invited me <laughs> <the Nigerian, laughs> to come and exactly. <laughs> no, 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 to other users. Yes, yes. you understand mm -hmm. because what they are trying to tell you is that the Feels data you're giving mm -hmm. them is remain confidential. Uh, you confident that it's with them, they are not going to be releasing it to any mm -hmm. other person. Other people who are using the platform can't access that information. That's actually what they are trying to to yes. say that is anonymous, so to speak, but not to those who are able to access the back end of that application they'll be able to see it there's nothing really anonymous everybody you can't come online for anything mm -hmm. without leaving your footprint print exactly. people will always know and they can always follow the footprint to be able to find out who you are where you are and whatever mm -hmm. you did so talking about um, getting back to blockchain i just had to okay. when you mentioned that i had to talk about it so um, um getting back to blockchain um you have mentioned uh, one way you've mentioned three ways we could apply blockchain apart from 
financial you say we use for identity management we use it for um, land registration, land registration certificate, authentication. certificate authentication can we use it in the medical field of yes. course of course in fact it's a key area where blockchain is already being deployed, deployed. Mm -hmm. because you see medical histories and medical records are high level kind of information and um, sometimes this information gets to the wrong hands okay you can secure such information and make sure that only the people who own such records have access to them okay so you can't do that when you have um uh centralized system anyway because one of the promises of blockchain is the centralization okay you have distributed databases and you don't have anyone having access and absolute control so before you can add any element there must be what you call consensus mm -hmm. and that's why the consensus algorithm are the things that determine the methods of adding data into the blocks Okay, mm -hmm. so it's extremely important when you design a, a blockchain. So you explain exactly how we are going to be agreeing on a particular piece of data we want to add. I don't know how many you guys are cyber security guys. <laughs> You've heard about uh, the Byzantine fault um, problem, okay, yeah, in cyber security. Okay, you have um, the Byzantine fault problem it has to do with maybe an army general that you have um, your soldiers working with you. And these soldiers are in different locations and there is no means of communication except someone bringing that particular data from that person physically to the commander. And of course, you know that the commander is, um, does not know the intentions of his captains and the men he's working <laughs> with. But how does he know when, if he wants to make a move, that none of the commanders betrays him? So it's a major concept <laughs> in cybersecurity, the Byzantine Fortress. And so blockchain solves it because if we have a consensus mechanism all of us are agreeing that this is how we're going to know if this data is mm -hmm. the right data or the proper data then anyone who does not agree with it his information will be completely um in blocks we call this fox okay mm -hmm. it will be rejected now okay. now the, the truth is blockchain is wide is very wide and very technical, and, and, technical. Yes. and um okay i i i know that there, there are certain intersections between blockchain and other technologies like blockchain and artificial yes. intelligence exactly. so at, at, at what point um at what technologies or what how does it affect us as users how does it benefit us as a word now how does that intersection between blockchain and artificial intelligence how does it benefit us as a common man Okay, um, artificial intelligence on its mm. part is data. Okay, it you you have a huge opportunity to pick up data through means that are not necessarily humans. So when you teach machines to behave like humans and improve like humans and get better, it means that you can actually get certain things done autonomously. But the challenge with um, AI is when probably the machine you created may possibly become more intelligent than you. Have a mind of his own. Have a mind of his own. <laughs> like yeah. Sophia and the robot. To be able to do things <laughs> on his own. Okay, so that becomes a problem if there is no way of controlling it. Mm -hmm. And because such data are usually resident in centralized servers and centralized ownerships, someone who has such mighty power can actually decide to do what you call go rogue for instance he can go rogue maybe he used to be a good guy but now he has so much power he can turn into a bad, a bad guy. guy but that's where you have 
decentralized databases of the blockchain coming in because that data can now when it merges with blockchain technologies decentralized then you now determine how the data can be used and how it cannot be used so it's a huge industry that is being opened it's huge for investors it's huge for business people okay because when you understand these opportunities is the tech companies of the last 10 years that are the biggest and the richest people in the world today and it's going to continue like that so we need to get to know how nigerians africans can understand the opportunities that are in the intersection of these two texts and begin to learn how to leverage them and i can guarantee you that anyone that comes to that type of event you know they will get actionable insights okay that i can even begin to act on almost immediately mm. because when you know what you didn't know before then you can do the things i couldn't yeah you have not done before yes great so wow we, the truth is that we can talk on and on and on For because 24 hours 24 hours <laughs> now, and he will not be done, I'll be done. <laughs> it's very interesting we're living in a very exciting generation in an exciting world technology is evolving every day because the truth is that what 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 sold yesterday what was innovation yesterday become obsolete tomorrow of course become obsolete tomorrow with high speed in yeah. fact some i was listening to um was it Elon Musk, uh, the owner of Tesla, yes. SpaceX, and the rest? He he was saying that in in the next five years, we will be having machines, artificial intelligence ruling the world. Yeah, I was definitely. like, wow! Before it was far fetched, but it's now. Some, sometimes we might just live in the illusion as ah, it's not in my time. I will have gone. I will have been translated. Or no, no, it is in our time. A very right simple now. example. Kino, yes. see, uh, that is why we, we have a very big issue in our hands. What is the big as, issue? As a nation, it seems like we're even far, far behind. <laughs> and to like, it, got to, it got to a stage in the conversation. Mm. I was like, okay. <laughs> what is happening here? Somebody <laughs> <laughs> A typical example is most of the teenagers, if you tell them, do you know Yahoo Messenger? They say no. No. MSN Messenger, they say no. no. That tells you how technology is changing of fast. Of course. And guess what? Even these youth yes. that you're talking about, yes. some of them don't even know Facebook. They're not even on Facebook. Yeah, they but moved up to Instagram. Yes. They moved up to Instagram and Snap and all. They don't even know Facebook. So exactly. it's, at some point, I'm afraid for Facebook, at some point, Facebook may may not be making as much as it will mm. make. There is that speculation, but yeah. Facebook is actually growing faster than people imagine. Look, now, just look at what, the numbers. Now, this is why it's not about numbers, sir. Yes. It's about the value oh, it's, yeah. it's adding. Now, it's adding value to um, our age, our 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 demography but the the um, centennials that's people born around the turn of the century mm -hmm. and the millennials don't fancy facebook yeah they and these are these are the people who are the who are the users who are the beneficiaries mm -hmm. of even this technology that is that is even coming forth today so i i am afraid for facebook and that's why they have to stay relevant they have that's to stay relevant. Why, they have to put um, features of Snapchat on Facebook. And that's why they have Instagram. so many projects going on at the same time. So many research. Some mm -hmm. are hidden. Some are open. So mm -hmm. they are, the idea is they're trying to remain relevant. So relevant for yeah. most technology companies in Nigeria right now, they need to look at how they can remain relevant, how mm -hmm. they can evolve. Mm -hmm. Because True. if you're doing business the way you did doing 10 years ago, I have news for you. You have no business. You have to change. You have to evolve mm -hmm. as a secret of the yeah. also, for as long as our demographic, the part of us that are still on Facebook, Facebook will remain relevant. The question is, where is Facebook centralized database? 
that will now answer okay the let's, let's 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 move away let's move away from, from there the before, <laughs> before uh, mark zuck <laughs> beams his artificial intelligence on us so um before we wrap up i think we, we, should just, do, we do have to go right uh, yeah we have to go before we wrap up let's just have last words then we will um We'll just call it a wrap, call it a day for this episode. So, Sadiq, your final words? My final words are quite simple. Three words. Before you go online, stop, think, connect. That's it. Perfect. Stop, <laughs> think, connect. <laughs> it's like he took it from your mouth, right? <laughs> you know, we're, like, we're basically like twins. <laughs> all right. Um, um, anyway, I think I've, I've said it all, all along. Uh, that's actually what I'm saying. You can repeat what I've said. You can repeat it, but, but, but the bottom line is that... Um, so, so for you going online, you must know where you are going to, where you are coming, where, where you're coming from, and then um, stay within the uh, ambit of the law because there is no ignorance of the law. The Nigerian Cybersecurity Crime, uh, Crime Act is there. I, I will, I will, I will beg everybody, the learned, the, both the one in former sector, and former sector, to be abreast with the arts because some of us were engaging some activities that are illicit according to that act. For instance, forwarding fake information that means you are, you are a perpetrator to the media. Fake news. Fake news. Yeah. Fake news. Mm. Yes. 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 Final words. Yes. Innovate. 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 <laughs> Find out what is happening <laughs> elsewhere and key into it early enough. Otherwise. The world will leave it behind. Thank you very much. It was a session and a half. Gabriel, what do you think? Well, um, if you're asking me what I think, I don't know what you want me to say right now because I there think be so many things. At a, at a point, <laughs> I stopped thinking. I was just listening because apparently there are lots of things. No, but on a more serious note, gentlemen, there are so many things that... Um, we are not doing yeah. there are some, so many things we are not doing right as a matter of fact I'm pretty sure we've lost many people during the line of the conversation some people might have been interested you know but um, I, I really think on maybe different um, occasions we'll have to bring you guys back into the studio and simplify many of these things Nigerians need to know basic People are falling into these traps every single minute they go on the internet. Um, these educations, the education of um, internet and, and uh, cyber security is one that no one, it's for a full month throughout the month of October for us to talk about cyber security because everything now is going digital. A statistics was dropped a few weeks ago. How many Nigerian users are on in the internet? I mean, it's ranking to millions. I mean, just about 15, Hundreds of millions. Hundreds of millions. So it's a very serious issue. I thank God for guys like you that have taken our time to learn these things and um, be experts at it. You can help put us through on these situations. But hey, I'm sure that uh, with Keynote, uh, you guys will back again. So, so we'll learn some more from uh, your bank, your Build the bank of knowledge. Of knowledge. Mm-hmm. All right, but that we'll have to call it to wrap up the show. Kino. Yeah, thank you very much. Finally, it doesn't have to be complicated <laughs> to yeah, be smart. <laughs> Make use of the right technology and uh, have a simpler life. Thank you very much for staying on the show.